Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from the fossil future. The time for optimism is now. Alex Epstein and Peter Thiel on the Impact Show episode 42 with Chris Williamson episode of Impact Show. Claim. Intro. Alex Epstein, at Alex Epstein, is a philosopher, energy expert, and best-selling author. His latest book Fossil Future argues that the benefits of fossil fuels will continue to far outweigh their side effects for generations to come. Alex shares his latest ideas on his Substack Energy Talking Points. Peter Thiel, at Peter Thiel, is a billionaire entrepreneur and venture capitalist known for co-founding PayPal, Palantir Technologies, and Founders Fund. He is the author of Zero to One, perhaps the most popular book ever written in the venture capital, startup ecosystem. In this conversation, Alex Epstein and Peter Thiel discuss why humans should use more fossil fuels, and not less, why this was supposed to be the century of nuclear energy, what environmentalists get wrong, the biggest threat to national security, why ESG is all about control, why science with a capital S is not science, and the shortcomings of renewable energy. Check out these podcast notes from Peter Thiel's conversation with Tim Ferriss. Host, Chris Williamson, at Chris Wilkes. Why we should use more fossil fuels, not less. Alex Epstein's book, Fossil Future, argues that fossil fuel consumption should actually increase in the coming decade, not decrease. Humanity doesn't look at the benefits of fossil fuel consumption, it prefers to catastrophize the side effects of fossil fuel consumption. For example, opponents of Alex argue that rising CO 2nd of May impact agriculture negatively, but they never mention that modern agriculture depends on natural gas-derived fertilizer and oil-based machines. Without the natural gas-derived fertilizers and oil-based machines required for modern agriculture, the 8 billion people on Earth could not live like we do today. It is a catastrophic thinking failure to only consider the negative side effects of fossil fuel consumption. Doomsday predictions that catastrophize fossil fuel consumption are common throughout history. Instead of saying that fossil fuels are going to cause some challenges, opponents of Alex say that the world is going to end because of too much fossil fuel consumption. Alex Epstein's suggested method of analyzing fossil fuel consumption, look carefully at the full context of the benefits and the side effects of fossil fuel consumption. The goal should be to advance human flourishing, not eliminate human impact. Alex believes that 90% of disagreements over fossil fuel use are philosophical. The world needs more fossil fuels if you look at the world from a pro-human, full-context perspective. Quote, energy is crucial fossil fuels are the only way of providing energy to billions of people for the foreseeable future, and billions more people need vastly more energy. Alex Epstein Peter Thiel on the progression, and now regression of energy modality. Quote, we should be using more fossil fuels, we should be using a lot more energy generally, we should have an economy that's growing in which there is more prosperity and more human flourishing. Peter Thiel. Peter doesn't believe this line of thinking is winning the debate, though. The history of energy progresses in forms of modality, from wood to coal, then coal to oil. In many cases the higher intensive forms of energy became less impactful on the environment. Following the directional arrows of progress, the energy of the 21st century was supposed to be nuclear power, which is, even more, energy intense, and less impactful on the environment than any other form of energy available to humans. Instead, forms of energy modality have regressed this century. 
going from oil to natural gas is slightly regressive, and turning to solar and wind is massively regressive. Solar energy and wind energy have negative effects on the environment too. Panels need to be placed in over half the country to produce enough solar power. Energy from wind requires ugly windmills to be installed everywhere. A lot of the politics against fossil fuel consumption is anti-human in nature and doesn't make sense, according to Peter Thiel. Alex Epstein on environmentalist's aversion to powerful forms of energy. The purpose of energy is to impact our environment. The consequences of having more cost-effective energy have more overall impact because it changes the world. Environmentalists are reluctant to support abundant, clean, and cheap sources of energy because they're afraid of how humans will use the energy to change the world. Quote, in fact, giving society cheap abundant energy at this point would be the equivalent of giving an idiot child a machine gun. Paul Ehrlich, Stanford professor and anti-nuclear environmental spokesman. The core aversion to dense forms of energy from environmentalists is not that the process of producing it is dirty, but that the use of energy impacts the world. Anti-nuclear environmentalists think that nuclear energy is unnatural, arguing that it's wrong for humans to split the atom and produce waste that lasts for a long time. Peter Thiel on the ESG movement Quote, Whenever you hear ESG, you should just think CCP. Peter Thiel the social and governance part of ESG is about governments getting more control over corporations. The environmental aspect of ESG is another way for governments to gain political control over corporations. ESG is a way of identifying enemies and organizing the public against them. There tend to be three different contingents within these movements, true believers, grifters looking to rip people off, and useful idiots. For every Greta, true believer, there's a Larry Fink grifter, at BlackRock who is just packaging up index funds to make more money on fees from the useful idiots. The Russian-Ukraine war is exposing renewable forms of energy. Peter Thiel did not expect solar, wind, and batteries to gain the amount of traction it has over the last decade. The Russian-Ukraine conflict has exposed that these renewable alternatives are not working as advertised. Sustained inflation, like we've experienced in the last year, will likely contribute to even more pushback on the use of renewable forms of energy because they are inflationary and ultimately do less with more. Technology equals doing more with less. Anti-technology equals doing less with more, i.e. solar, wind, and batteries. The Russian-Ukraine conflict will expose renewables as the anti-technology that they are. Alex Epstein on the climate apocalypse. Alex Epstein identifies the two frameworks that are used to approach the climate debate. The anti-impact framework, the earth is a delicate nurture and it is immoral to impact it. The human flourishing framework, the earth is wild potential and human flourishing is good. The human flourishing framework looks carefully at the benefits and side effects of fossil fuel use from a human flourishing perspective without the assumption that the earth is a delicate nurture. When people portray today's world as a climate disaster when it's actually a climate renaissance, it shows that they're either ignorant, or they're looking at the world from this anti-human perspective Alex Epstein. Environmentalists look at energy usage from the anti-impact perspective and think it's evil for humans to use the energy the way they do because their usage impacts the earth. Energy usage impacts the earth therefore is bad. Environmentalists' philosophical bias reveals itself when they refuse to acknowledge the objective positives that result from fossil fuel usage. Alex believes the occurrence of the climate apocalypse is nearly impossible.
Temperature and CO2 levels rising is not an apocalypse, it is a disruptive rate of transition, according to Alex. The anti-impact framework distorts the legitimate research being done by the environmentalists that are more rooted in physics. Peter Thiel on overcoming nature. It's not clear why the climate change problem is prioritized above every other problem we have in society. Quote, we need to have precaution about the precautionary principle itself. Peter Thiel. Trying to turn back on the clock on science and technology in a zero-sum world will be catastrophic for humanity. Peter Thiel believes that we must reframe the philosophical discussion around nature. Quote, nature is not a nice mother, but is more like a stingy stepmother. Peter Thiel. We should view nature as a problem to overcome instead of using it as a rationalization for everything that is awful in our world. Today's teachable moment. Most people today do not think it's possible to have an energy or inflation crisis because they've never lived through one before. President Joe Biden ran on ending fossil fuels, but is now working on securing more fossil fuels. Alex believes that people are more open to fossil fuels today than ever before, and are more suspicious than ever about the people that told them fossil fuel use was bad. Peter Thiel on the biggest threat to national security in the coming decade. There are many threats to national security, but the one most applicable to this conversation is the problem of political correctness and groupthink. Political correctness and the pressures to create consensus are the biggest political problems in our society today. Eliminating dissent from the discourse is wrong. Peter Thiel says that Alex's book sharply articulates divergent views in two respects. In a not nice, unapologetic way. In a high IQ way. Peter classifies Alex's book Fossil Future as more Randian, in reference to Ayn Rand, than libertarian or conservative how people can make a positive change. There is a group of energy humanists that consider both the benefits and the side effects of energy consumption from the human perspective. Some examples of energy humanists, Michael Schellenberger, Bjorn Lomborg, Matt Ridley, Robert Bryce, and Steve Coonan. This group has produced three best-selling books in the last few years. The other side has had no coherent response to any of these books. Instead of disputing the claims, the other side does hit pieces on the authors themselves. Alex Epstein is optimistic but admits that the existing Leviathan is pretty big and pretty scary, specifically referring to ESG. Peter Thiel on optimism and pessimism. Peter says that it's probably best to be in the middle of extreme optimism and extreme pessimism. Operating at either extreme discounts the individual's actions, and are both ideologies that rationalize laziness and inaction. Extreme optimism all the problems will take care of themselves, there's nothing to be done. Extreme pessimism, the world is going to hell in a handbasket, there's nothing that can be done. Peter Thiel on science with a capital S. Peter wants society to rethink science from first principles, and ask, what is science? Science with a capital S is not science, the science that is referred to in the signs that say this house believes in science, is most certainly not science. If you have to add or append the word science to the field, it probably isn't science. For example, political science or climate science. You don't say chemical science, physical science, or biological science, you say chemistry, physics, and biology. 
science at its best is designed to fight a two-front war against excessive dogmatism and excessive skepticism. Quote, in 2022, science is very deranged because it is all anti-skepticism, and it is not anti-dogmatism at all. Peter Thiel People are no longer allowed to have heterodox beliefs that counter the scientific consensus. Alex Epstein on the knowledge system Science has religious characteristics of it today that dictate evaluations and value judgments as scientific. Quote, as soon as somebody says, quote, science says do X, you know you're dealing with a fraud and someone that wants to impose a religious dogma. Alex Epstein. Additional notes. Peter Thiel argues that society has progressed in terms of bits, but not atoms, in terms of our ability to manipulate nature to serve human needs. Alex attributes Peter's success to his ability to identify individuals of great ability. Peter wants to know something that you believe is true that other people think is insane. This conversation came together by Alex asking himself, what if I could have exactly what I wanted right now? That question led him to Peter Thiel as a guest, Palmer Lucky's house as a venue, and Chris Williamson as the host. Alex reached out to all three individuals, and all three responded with an enthusiastic yes. This conversation took place on April 16, 2022. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.